Hi, I'm Princess Rara. And I'm Dara, the Electro Khaleesi. And this is Pink Kink, the podcast where we talk about the pretty, twisted side of kink. Today's episode is produced by our electrifying pink kinksters. Thank you, the ESW, Jay, Brianna Lynn, Daddy Jay, Embers, Fabe, Blossom, William P, Lady, Claire, Jam Today, Mr. N and Mrs. Jess, Mistress Good Girl, Lady Blooding, Six and Eight, Cassie, Primal Empress, Kaze, Harley Gentleman, Roxy, Mistress Francesca, Slut Queenie, Butte Pain, Manda Panda, Cat, Stefan, Brooklyn B, Serenity Deb, Robert, Ruby R, Christopher, Jess, Sam, Kilted Sir. Pink Kink runs off the generosity of our devoted patrons. As a patron, you will become a member of our special Discord server, receive some adorable Pink Kink stickers, as well as have access to a monthly behind-the-scenes podcast. In addition, our impactful and electrifying Pink Kinksters will get special audio and video episodes. And finally, patrons at our highest tier will be recognized as producers both here on the podcast and on our website. If you would like to become a patron, you can visit us at patreon.com slash pinkkinkpodcast or click the link at pinkkinkpodcast.com. I'm pretty excited about this episode. Me too. I know. <laughs> this is a fetish that both Rara and I have, mm-hmm. and we've talked about it a lot. And if you were in our Discord server, you know how much we love this particular fetish because we have discussed it at length. Yes. Lots of it. But as is typical Rara Dara fashion, we come at it from totally different angles with totally different goals in mind. Absolutely. <laughs> like the, the the topic is the same, but I think everything else is different. Like the mm-hmm. end goal, how we go about it, even the fantasy itself completely. The reason for it too, I think. Exactly. Exa- oh my gosh. Like everything about this. Okay. So we're talking about medical play. And oh my god, it's not even a minute into the episode and we've already told them what it is? Well, you didn't come up with any weird side scenario story to talk about. Like, we don't, we didn't go to Crucible recently. No. Um, yeah. We, don't, we haven't gone to any parties recently because yours got canceled, mine got canceled. Like, there's, we did mine, nothing. Mine got canceled for non-consensual medical play. <laughs> mine too. <laughs> non-fun medical play my my littles party got canceled because i'm fucking sick (laughs) and i was hawking up loogies all day yesterday Mm -hmm. and i was like yeah this isn't gonna be sexy at all and i can't be little when i'm like well i mean i can be little imagine when when you're sick you probably get absolutely little but i cannot host no well, thank, thanks to this lovely COVID, uh, everybody's a whole lot of paranoid about germs these days. Way more. Oh my paranoid. god! It's like everybody became a complete germaphobe. It's been hilarious, actually. <laughs> um, there you go. See, we went off on a tangent. There you go. Okay. Is that better? That's. I feel so much better now. I was worried I mean, people would think they tuned into the wrong podcast. Well, I already told them what it was. Should I like delete that part? No, it's okay. Okay. Well, so Robert and I both have had <laughs> non-consensual medical, uh, can't say play, but scenarios yeah. in the Complete last few bruises. weeks. I got bruises. I do not have bruises. 
I mean, I probably blew my nose so hard that I've, you know, rubbed it the wrong way and I've got bruises on the side of my nose now, but other than that, no. All right. So we're going to talk about medical play and I really, really wanted to do So funny. So, okay. Sides note, side story. We weren't, we like fighting. We were talking about new episodes. And at mm-hmm. one point, Rara was like, okay, we need to decide what we're going to do for our birthday episodes. Rara says this to me in April. Yeah. Our I'd birthdays like to plan. are in September. I like to plan. So she's like, we need to figure out our birthday episodes so I can get them into the list. And I'm like, what day is it? Why are we doing this? And she's like, do we want to do medical play? And then we were like fighting over who got to do medical play. So clearly we had to do that sooner rather than later. And neither one of us could have it for our birthday. That seemed the fairest thing. Mm -hmm. That's why we had to do it now. Yeah. However. Ooh, yes. Big difference mm-hmm. in in the quality of this episode, I'm going to say. I researched it this time. I know, but I read the notes because it's <laughs> only fair that if I yell at Dara that she has to read my notes, then I have to read her notes. And uh-huh. I did. She, she made very good notes. She made very I did good give, notes. They even have headings and bullet points. Yes. You know what's really funny? What? We even do our notes differently. Yep. You do paragraphs of, of, of like a script almost. And I do, okay, that's what I'm going to talk about. Yeah. And just put bullet points. I plan a lot. A lot. (laughs) (laughs) But I, I did my own research for this particular episode. Last night I, um, was reading a book as part of my nightly routine. Mm-hmm. And it's called Doctor's Orders. Oh my God. See, and even how we would have done that is different because I would have just watched porn. Yeah. I like to read the book because I like to I listen to the porn. I don't need the I don't need the the I don't have your oral my fetish, auditory fetish. The auditory fetish. Mm-hmm. Um plus I'm one of those very funny people. I actually got to talk about this with an author. I tend to skip a lot of description in books because if somebody's done their job right, I've already pictured this person. And if I've pictured them as a brunette and the author's busy telling me they're a blonde, I'm busy yelling at the book going, no, you're wrong. I know you're the author. I know you created these characters, but you're wrong. They're not blonde. Yep. It's only it's only in my head. That's the only yep. thing that counts. Mm-hmm. Plus, this way, if I read it, I can picture myself as the person on the medical exam table, not the person who's actually on the medical exam table. <laughs> Why are you making that face at me? I just can't do that. Yeah. See, we don't we even fantasize differently. Yeah, like everything about this is so completely different. So, mm-hmm. want to get into the um the actual yes. nitty-gritty of it? Okay. Yes. First, we have to talk about what exactly it is. Mm-hmm. It is role playing. I'm just going to say right now, everything about this is role playing. Mm-hmm. No matter what fantasy aspect Rara and I have, it's always role playing. Yeah. Because I think if this stuff actually happened, we'd freak the fuck out. But yeah. I have a story about that. Ooh, okay. Okay. So, yeah, Rara, come on. Wait until we get to that part in the Sorry, notes. Sorry, that wasn't in the notes. Oh, shit. You actually read that really, really carefully, didn't you? Mm-hmm. Oh, well, okay. Well, <laughs> we'll get to that part. So anyway, so the thing that my definition says were sexual partners, that's not true. 
It doesn't have to be. Right. It does not have to be sexual partners. We know this about DS. I'm just pulling from the, the what it said online. Mm-hmm. Uh, they take on the roles of medical professionals. And in most cases, the patient. Mm-hmm. Not necessarily all the time, but the majority of it seems to be doctor-patient. It can involve a dominant partner, and then they play the role of the medical professional treating the submissive patient. Medical play can be an aspect of medical fetishism or simply a way for a way to spice things up a little bit. Now. Yes. Rara. Yes. Did you ever play doctor as a kid? I'm sure I must have. It was too long ago for you to remember, yeah, wasn't it? Yeah, too long ago. <laughs> I remember doing it and getting pissed as hell when the patient would miraculously get better and get up and start moving around. Why? That's a happy ending. Don't you like a happy ending? Yeah, well, it was over too fast. Oh, okay, that's fair. Uh, They weren't actually waiting for me, the doctor, Mm -hmm. to tell them they were okay. They were just okay. I'm like, you can't discharge yourself from the hospital just because you say you're fine. That's not how it works. Well, yeah, we call that AMA, against medical advice. Mm -hmm. They all did that. I was so upset about it when I was a kid. (laughs) Is that why you're not a doctor today? Because people screwed things over when you were a kid? No, because blood. Oh, yeah, that's true. (laughs) (laughs) And pee. And all the other things that I don't like. All those fluids. All those bodily fluids. fluids. (laughs) But yeah, so a lot of people who played doctor as a kid, that's part of where their medical fetish comes from. Now, Mm -hmm. I can pinpoint the exact day and the exact memory of where my medical fetish started. Damn. However. Yeah. I can't really discuss it because I was a minor. Uh Uh-oh. Mm-hmm. I was a major. (laughs) (laughs) what (laughs) (laughs) why not just say you were an adult oh my god you're gonna kill me Yeah, I, I I can't pinpoint exactly when. I probably would have to go back through all of my books on my Kindle and discover the very first medical playbook that I downloaded. But what's interesting, so you know, in your description you talk about how it's usually the the doctor and the patient. Mm-hmm. I do That's the a, typical. I, I do a lot also with it's the doctor and the nurses, the mm-hmm. nurses and the patient. Mm-hmm. I mean, there's a whole lot of porn out there of the hot, sexy nurse and the patient. There, oh yeah, there's nurse on nurse. I mean, there's yeah. all kinds of stuff. It's what was the one that there's several nurses on a patient. There's, I mean, there's a lot of stuff going on. That we'll we'll get to. I have a whole list yeah. of all the different kinds. But I just, I let, suffice it to say, my introduction was one of the reasons that it's always been a fan, like it's always been there. I swear to God, since the time I was a kid, it's always been there because of that one day that I can pinpoint. It's, and everybody has this experience of going to the doctor, right? Mm-hmm. That's one of the reasons why it is so wildly popular. Like this is a huge fetish because everybody knows it. Yeah. Everybody understands it. It, you've got medical professionals for all kinds of different things. And they, so one of the reasons we like it so much is because it's a dynamic of power play. 
Yes. Doctors have power. A lot of power. No question about it. They have power over the patient. They have power over the office. Like, they're the ones in power. That's why a lot of doctors are on a power trip. Yeah. Even when they're not doing BDSM scenarios. <laughs> Sorry to all you listeners who are doctors, but y'all got God complexes, don't oh you? Oh, my God. No, no more than the surgeon. Yes. No. Well, yes. But I don't think I want to play doctor with a surgeon. Ooh. That's more up your alley. New kink fantasy unlocked. <laughs> we'll hear about that in the chat. Once Rara writes it all out. I think maybe Rara should start writing porn. Like, well, not porn. Erotic novels. I do have my very first writings on FetLife were fantasy porn scenes that I had written. Mm -hmm. um, including one of my favorite fantasies of the massage therapist. Of the sexy massage therapist who takes the massage in a different direction. And you know what? I don't have that on my list. That's one that I forgot about. Mm. Technically, that could be considered medical. Yeah. Medical play. Because it's therapy, right? Yeah. Well, my my medical fantasies surround a lot of non-consent and dubious consent. I have some... You know, we, we talk about the brats with the make-me. I'm not a make-me mm -hmm. brat. I'm a make-me fantasy role-play person. <laughs> Well, okay, so that's one thing we do have in common. I also have a lot of CNC fantasies regarding that. Um, but do you, yours usually end up with you having like some sort of sexual scenario com component yeah, for to as it, much, right? For as much as my kink and BDSM are separate, when it comes to my medical play, there's always sexual, they're always of a sexual nature, those fantasies. And again, opposite, not me. That's where it ends. That's where I get bored. Oh, no. There needs to be a happy ending. There's nothing that I enjoy more than the, the forced orgasm involved in the medical play. Yes. But it's going to, for me, it's going to be with an object. It is not going to be with a penis. Oh, mine's with everything. Objects, penises, I, fingers, that mouth. That is where you fucking lose me in that. I will. I get so bored. Damn. But it has to be something else. Yeah, I'm like it's so weird, but that's just how it is. So Ra Ra will like this part. Okay, I'm ready. It can also so we talked about that it's you know it could be dumb, it could be sub, it could be um, a power aspect. It's a power imbalance. But Ra Ra's favorite part could be that it involves different kinds of pain. <laughs> that was painful. It's going to be. <laughs> I sense some dubious consent happening with that pain. Mm-hmm. Because <laughs> I can't cut that. <laughs> I think maybe that was quick time to add because Dara is sick and our fantasies of medical play do not involve Dara's actual germs. <laughs> 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 Because that's what would be happening. Yeah. Dar and I are doing something very, very different, which is recording separate locations. I'm at my house. She's at her house instead of us being together. We're not down in the recording studio, so we don't have as much control over the different 
sound effects that may be happening in the house. Sound effects including Daddy J slamming stuff around in the kitchen that I cannot edit out. Yeah. So I think there may be some medical play at work here where um, no, Daddy J is going not- to be the patient. Daddy Jay's. After, after after Dar is done with him, <laughs> are you going to be the doctor? <laughs> are you going to come fix him up after uh, I destroy yeah, maybe, everything? If he can be, maybe he might just be dead. I don't know. Yeah, we'll um, see. All right, so back to what I was talking about. <laughs> Rara's favorite part. Okay, so Rara, you like getting flogged. You like spankings. Mm-hmm. You like all of that stuff, yes. right? But it doesn't necessarily have to involve any of that with medical play. Correct. So there's lots of different kinds of pain. Rara likes that there might be needles. Mm-hmm. If I'm there lucky, might be staples. If I'm lucky. Right? And I hate that. I will enjoy the part where it's more sensory, but sensory, hot, cold, any of that can also be considered painful, depending on who you are and what you're doing. Mm-hmm. <coughs> As I die. Everybody in this house is going to be dead. By the time this episode's over. <laughs> yeah, so it can involve different kinds of pain. And this is the part that Rara doesn't like. Yeah. See how well I know you? This is yeah. how many discussions we've had okay. about the, the medical play. My favorite part is that it can be very, very humiliating. Well, here's what's interesting. For as much as humiliation is a hard limit for me, in my scenes, in my medical play fantasies, and there's different ones because... We'll separate. I mean, I do actual medical play that's not fantasy with the needles and the staples that falls under it. But I'm talking the role-playing medical Mm -hmm. fantasy part of things. Technically, it would be humiliating, but I never think about it as humiliation. So that's not the part that gets you off? No, not at all. It would me. Mm -hmm. That's half the fantasy. Most of the fantasy, in my case, actually. (laughs) Like, for example, so like, you could be stripped completely naked. The other person is clothed. Not only is that the power dynamic at play, but it's humiliating to be the only one without your clothes on, except for Rara. I was going to say, I don't find that just, I'm not, I, call, I call that Friday night. I just, yeah, I'm not talking, talking about? about Rara. I'm talking about <laughs> normal people who are not exhibitionists to the extreme. Hey, I resemble that remark. <laughs> what about... Isn't it kind of humiliating to be probed in every single possible orifice? Again, here's what's interesting and how the mind works on these things. When you say it like that, the answer would obviously be yes, right? You are pinned down. You've got the straps on you. You have no control over what's happening. They're probing you with all these Mm -hmm. devices and stuff, right? That should be humiliating. That's hot. Right. When I think about it, I don't think about it from the humiliation aspect. I mean, technically, yes, I guess it is, but it just doesn't cross my mind. Is that because the exhibitionist part? It's possible or because I'm just so focused on other things. I mean, again, being naked in front of other people to me is not humiliating. Okay. See, and that is for me. So I'd be floaty on the humiliation part just from that alone. And- Remember, I've gone to swinger events with my partner. I've had sex in public in front of other people with people watching. So again, that to me is not humiliating. I've done it. And then there's me who doesn't do anything and never takes her clothes off even at a party where I know everybody. Mm -hmm. 
Uh, let's see. We've got, oh, like there's, there's not just humiliation, but you can go straight into like degradation, dehumanization, objectification. You, it's also, um, the discovery aspect of it. I think Mm -hmm. you and I can both agree discovering and learning what your body can handle in that scenario, what you can do, Mm -hmm. what your, what your mind can do is a whole different level. You want to talk about some types of scenarios? Because I know you want to get on that part. Well, I, I mean, when I have my fantasies, they're very much, um, you know, I'm strapped to a table. I can't control what's happening to me. And I'm sort of being forced to enjoy what's happening. Mm-hmm. You know, there's a lot of forced orgasms happening. There's a lot of, you know. Let's do scientific experiments. What happens when we do this with her breasts? What happens when we do this with her nipples? What happens, you know, if we touch her clit with this or we touch her clit with the tongue or a finger or, or whatever, that kind of stuff. And, and you know, the doctor, the, and maybe there's people there watching and they're taking copious notes as, as we're conducting the scientific experiment. So, yeah, that goes into the different types of scenarios part. So I'm wondering, do you always mostly have the same fantasy just in different settings um mostly the the general idea behind mine are the forced the the, mm-hmm. the no consent um you know i'm a patient and i come in for my for my annual and next thing i mm-hmm. know this is what happens you know there's a couple where it's like i'm i'm paid to be the person that the experiments are conducted on but the experiments go way beyond what I thought they were going to okay. be. Okay. Well, and there's also your alien abduction one. Yeah, with the knots in the dicks. Yep. Mm-hmm. Kind of along the same line, then. Yeah. Well, again, and it's it's it, it's uh, notice it all comes down to this whole dubious consent, non-consent, forced mm-hmm. situation. Definitely the power imbalance. You know, I mean, for me being such a normally dominant, powerful woman in my own right, I sort of have to be forced to not have the power. Otherwise, the odds are I'll probably try to take control. So Okay, so one more question, and yeah. then I'm going to go over ev- pretty much every single thing you just said. I like have notes on explaining it. Oh, cool. We're going to psychoanalyze me today, yes. I am going to do that, mostly. So do you... Okay. I, I also notice when you're saying your fantasies, you are almost... Every single time you've talked about this, you are the patient. Always. Okay. Not most often. Never, always. I have never no once have you had a fantasy the other side? Not in this situation. I mean, okay. I'll do, I'll, I'll top for staples. So from that medical play aspect, yeah, I'm okay topping and being okay, the quote unquote doctor. More from the not, role play. But in the role play, never. I'm never the doctor. Okay. So again, different. I switch out. I can be both the doctor and the patient in my fantasies. Mm-hmm. And I don't think I've ever really thought about how even out those are for me. But now that I'm really like thinking about this for this episode, yeah, they're pretty dead even with how often I, I switch back and forth. Mm-hmm. So that's one of the things I wanted to talk about was your role in the scenario. Are you going to be full dom, full sub? Like Rara is almost entirely full sub in her in her fantasies and her scenarios. Yes, a lot of the times for my scenarios, I'm either or. 
I will either be dominant the entire time or I will be submissive the entire time. But did you know that there's also scenarios where you can switch? I would guess they they are. I mean, you because can switch anytime. Well, because you were talking about if you weren't forced to do this, you'd probably turn the tables. And I was yeah. like, okay, in any fantasy, have you ever actually done that? Like, you're strapped down, but you escape and you strap down the person who is experimenting on you and give them a taste of their own medicine. Nope. Hmm. I am always the receiver. What does that and mean, I, Dr. I, Freud? I don't know, but I really want to analyze this. <laughs> like, I really, I, I want somebody to analyze the shit out of this for me because this is like fascinating. Like, so again, I've had that fantasy where I'm strapped down and I break free and I take over and I'm like, haha. I get to do everything to you now. See how you feel. Now, note, I have never actually participated in a medical fantasy scenario for real. It's I all have in my never head. done it either, but I'm like thinking about to. planning one for my birthday. I really want to join you in that. Oh, you will be because you will probably be the lead doctor. <gasps> really? Yeah. Wait, no, not the actual nurse. You want to be the nurse? Why can't a woman be no, a doctor? No, the actual nurse. Shouldn't the one with actual medical experience isn't oh. going to be the lead? Nope. Huh. I am honored. Mm-hmm. The other thing you need to choose, whether you're going to be a sadist or a sensualist, or again, both. You can do that in medical play. You can have either. You can have both. Are you going to be humiliating and objectifying? Or are you going to be humanizing? I can't think of another word for this. Building up as opposed to putting down. Mm-hmm. And then, of course... Your scenario, your role, your setting, all of these things need to be negotiated before the scene. So are you going to do doctor patient? Mm. Are you going to do doctor nurse? Is it nurse candy striper? Is it doctor candy striper? Nurse patient? Sponge bath people. Oh my God. Sponge bath. How many fantasies go on about the sponge bath? How many porn clips have we seen with the damn freaking sponge bath hey hey hey! don't make fun of sponge baths because i actually have a sponge bath fantasy with somebody okay we actually no we have actually planned this whole entire thing like we want to do this scene we've just never gotten around to it mm-hmm. and it involves me giving the person a bath aha uh-huh. so i'm not entirely sure if that would be if that would fall under medical play but you could very easily like person on a bed you put a tarp underneath them sponge mm-hmm. bath you could do like what Rara likes with the teaching hospital, where you've got people with clipboards writing down everything, showing them, oh, this is what a vagina looks like. And everybody's oh, yeah. crowding and around you looking. Have all the new- and they said, no, no, get, get up closer. Mm-hmm. Stick your nose in there. Sniff it. Understand what, what's happening with it. Stick your fingers in there. Feel around a little bit. See what's oh, yeah. going on. Oh, yeah. Here's a flashlight. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. So have you ever had the fantasy of the mental hospital patient? No, I'm mental enough. No, I haven't. (laughs) (laughs) That one I've seen a few times Mm -hmm. where um, they need extra attention or my favorite. They're in a mental ward for hysteria Mm. and they need to be treated. Yeah. Do you, do you know, you know what the, what the treatment for hysteria is, right? Oh yeah. That's where uh, vibrators come from. Exactly. You ha- it was, um, pelvic nerve bundle stimulation. 
I may have read a few uh, historical medical fantasies with the the doctor who treats the the young woman for her her nerves. Mm-hmm. And you all know where the biggest bundle of nerves is for stimulation. Mm-hmm. Yep. So yes, if you're hysterical, clearly the only option is to get orgasm. a vibrator. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Orgasms fix a lot of things. I'm just they saying. fix headaches. They fix headaches. Unless you hold your breath like me, in which case they make it worse. Uh, okay, so you can have the gynecological exam. You can do, um, oh, what was it? The prison doctor, where they're, like, searching for contraband. Ooh, they have to search all the holes, don't they? Very thoroughly, yes. Very thoroughly. More than once. Mm-hmm. You've got your Rara's favorite CNC kidnapping. You can have sexual slavery, where they're examining mm-hmm. you to be sold. Um, for that one, I kind of imagine, um, what's that movie, Taken? Okay, yeah. And, like, before she goes off and if she has to get a medical exam to make sure she's still a virgin, blah, 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 all that stuff. Which, well, by the way, you have to do that before you go to the alien planet to be the wife or sexual slave of the aliens. They have to check you out and make sure that you are completely healthy and um, able to have children because that's why you're going to that planet. They're dying out and they, they need to procreate. And they need, they need human DNA as part of it because we're stronger than they are and, and will last longer. Just saying. Well, you've really thought, thought about, about this, that. haven't you? Not just, I, I mean, maybe I thought about it. I'm not saying I have, but you know. Goodness. Sorry. I digress. Goodness. Yes. But I just want to point out, you know, the whole checking for virginity thing? Mm-hmm. Bullshit. Well, yeah, because your hymen could break for so many, so many different reasons other than just sex. Mm-hmm. Like, ride a bicycle. Boop. Yep. There it goes. Fall on a bicycle. Yeah. Um, using a tampon does not. Just saying. Really? Yeah. Tampons aren't big enough. Well, yeah, but there's a lot of other, like horseback riding. Yeah. I think is what one that, I, that I've heard. And if you go horseback riding at nine, or go to horseback riding camp like I did at nine, it's probably not in existence anymore. Mm-hmm. Okay, so on, on the whole aspect of the prison doctor thing, um, what about airport security? Hmm. That has not uh, been something I've contemplated. Will be now. Maybe. <laughs> no, I don't know. I've, I've traveled. Those TSA agents are... Nobody is inspiring me. Okay, just just picture Chris Evans as a TSA agent. You'll be fine. Yeah, okay. You, you're good? I'm good now. Thank you. Okay. So, and then there's the other the other side of it. You don't necessarily have to be human. You could be visiting the vet. I guess if, if, you, I guess air- if puppy play is something. Yep, exactly. And one that I've never... I never, ever thought about until I started doing this research was dentist. Mm-hmm. I had a person years ago reach out to me with a dental fetish. And he wanted to know, how, did I have braces as a kid? How many cavities I had? Um, did I ever get turned on being at the dentist, getting my teeth cleaned? Um, no. I so that's have, one thing I can safely say, no. I have almost a dentist phobia, so I can assure you, no. It just makes me think Little Shop of Horrors, you know? Like the yeah. sadistic dentist. Mm-hmm. Like, I can't, like being in the patient chair, like, no, I cannot. But on the other hand, I don't know, maybe I'd enjoy it from the dentist's point of view, but I'm also not that much of a sadist, so maybe not. I don't know. <laughs> 
But that one I never really thought about before. It, it makes sense. But I'm sense. sure there's people that it makes it I does. mean, it is part of the medical field, so it makes complete sense. Just, you know, most people I think are not, the dentists aren't their favorite people. Nothing against you if you're a dentist. I'm so sorry. Nothing personal. Yeah, it's just not, I don't know, that's not sexy to me, but if you've got that, good, more power to you. Scooch down is sexy to me, but open wide is not. I don't know why. Well, it depends on what you're opening. Yeah. Because they can say open wide to your legs, too. Oh, yeah. True. Remember how you, you just said something about people who have been to the dentist, they don't really like it, so I've never been turned on at the dentist. You were saying that? Mm-hmm. Do you remember the idiot in, in our other chat that was convinced. <laughs> I, already I already know where you're going with this. Do you want to tell that story or do you want me to? Like, can I'll, you breathe yet? You can go ahead and tell the story. I'm sure I will con- I will contribute to it. But uh, yeah, okay. okay. I'll set it up. Let's, let's just start with everybody. Buckle up. This is going to be a bumpy ride. Oh, my Lord. Have we told this story yet? I don't. I don't think we've told it in a podcast episode, but we might have mentioned it in Discord. Okay. Well, <laughs> I don't even know where to start. I think that pre-pandemic, I guess. Yes. We were in a different Discord, not our Pink Kink Discord because it didn't exist. Mm-hmm. But it was a co-ed Discord and there was a, a a person, a guy, who was absolutely convinced that he could make gynecological visits better. Well, he was mansplaining. He, the, one of our female friends was stated that it was time for her annual and she was going and she to wasn't the, looking forward to it. she wasn't to looking it. forward to it. Because if you've done it, unless somebody like a Chris Evans is your gynecologist, it, and it's even really then. not the most exciting thing in the world. They, they really need to learn to put artwork up on the ceiling so when you're staring <laughs> up at it. You don't sit there and count the number of holes in the... I was going to say, you're just supposed to count the yeah. holes in the ceiling. That's yeah. it. That's all you're supposed to do. But he was going like, to mansplain How many times us. the curtain waves. Yeah. He's going to mansplain yeah. to us how to make a gynecological exam more pleasant. Ra-ra, what were some of those things that would make a gynecological oh, visit more pleasant? My personal favorite is while you're in the waiting room, read a romance novel. So it gets mm-hmm. you in the mood. I guess for me, I should have an audiobook on hand. Maybe. Yeah. Oh, we, there should be candles. Oh, we candles, should like some right. aromatherapy candles. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It was just, he was telling an entire bunch of women how to make our gynecological exams better from his vast knowledge and experience as a guy. Who is not a doctor. Uh-huh. Doesn't even play one has, on TV. Nope. I, I, who, I, okay, so, and here's my other question. So, like, he went through this whole spiel. And all of the ladies in this chat were just going, what the fuck? No. First of all, that's not how it works. And second, who the fuck wants it to work like that? Right? I mean, honestly, if I got turned on because my doctor was really sexy, I probably would find a different doctor because I'd be embarrassed. Mm-hmm. I am embarrassed that my wax lady turns me on. <laughs> oh, really? Well, look, her fingers are in a very delicate area, and she's causing me pain. I like that. Oh, yeah, that's right up your alley, isn't it? So I'm already embarrassed and worried that, can she tell? Is there wetness? Mm -hmm. Does she know? I I couldn't do that at the doctor's office. I'd have to find a different doctor. So I actually did have 
an excruciatingly hot doctor one time for a down there procedure. And that cured me of literally any fantasy having to do with a hot doctor being in my lady bits for a <laughs> long time. Because that asshole caused the most excruciating pain I think I've ever had in my entire life. And you don't do pain. See, that would probably turn no. me on. But the other, no, no, trust me on this one, it would not. So, like, I, but I, I don't know a single person with a uterus who would ever want their doctor's visits to be sexy. Like, they're actually, like, in a fantasy, yes, but in actual going to the doctor's situation, no. I don't know a single person who would want that. It's very different. I mean, as somebody who has gone through a huge amount of medical procedures and has spent more than their fair share of time naked, except for that stupid goddamn hospital gown that even mm -hmm. on little old me barely covers anything. Because I swear they give me the child's one because it's like a rule. You have to not really be covered. Right. There's nothing sexy about it. I don't care how good looking your medical personnel are. There, there's just nothing sexy about real life medical situations. Yeah, I almost kicked this person in his pretty little face. Ouch. I was real close. It was not in any way, shape, or form pleasant. Like, I think that's the only time I've ever screamed fuck, 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 fuck in a doctor's office. And it wasn't because she wanted to be fucked, people. No, it was a get the fuck away from me kind of situation. Yeah. Yeah. So anyway, let's get... So this idiot was trying to explain how to make this shit more pleasant. I'm going to say, you you can't really make this shit more pleasant. And again, who wants to? <laughs> Look, it, you know, the fantasies that I keep describing of what I would like, if that shit actually happened, my ass would be at the police station pressing charges for rape so fast, yeah. right? It's not, it, it's not that we really want this to happen. The whole point is it's a fantasy. It's role play that we understand at any given time we can say red and it stops. That's what makes it fun and sexy. Mm-hmm. That's why you negotiate. That's why you set it up. No, if this shit were actually to really happen, oh my God, I would be doing a lot more than pressing charges. I think I would have murder charges on me. All right. In order to set a good, sexy, sexy scene that yeah. you want to participate in, yeah. Yeah, yeah, you're yeah. going to need some stuff. Stuff. You need some stuff. Yeah. Like... A costume. Mm. I have a lab Costumes coat. Costumes are sexy. I have a lab coat. Oh, do you? I do. I do too. You know what else I have, which is have? not as sexy, but could be interesting if you want to play it out that way. Mm -hmm. Not a not a doctor's lab coat, but the um, it's gonna sound so bad, like a butcher's smock. <laughs> does it have blood? like a rubber smock does it that have you put blood on? Splatter on it. No, but it's actually from, like, a science lab. Okay. Because I had a Littles party once where there was a science lab, and we were all mad scientists, and I just happened, I borrowed a smock. And, um, yes, I still have it. And I'm like, wow, that would be awkward as shit to wear that for, like, what was supposed to be a sexy medical scene. <laughs> well, for you, for me. Right, exactly. And there's, like, blood stains already on it, you know. Mm-hmm. So you could do things like scrubs. Yeah. You could do the typical nurse's outfit. Mm -hmm. The stereotypical one. Right. You could just be in fucking lingerie. Who cares? Yep. 
You could use masks. And we all have them now, thanks to COVID. Yeah, right? No, I didn't mean those kind of masks. (laughs) I meant like the really cute Venetian ones that go over your eyes and have feathers. Oh, okay. Because I'm like going, I have, you know, the KN95s. I have the hospital grade masks. I even have those. We'll have to bring those out if we ever do my medical place. See the the clear plastic ones that are on glasses. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. That's funny. Yes, we need to use those. Mm Mm-hmm. You can, um, oh, you can be wearing rubber. Like, I saw a bunch of pictures when I was doing the research of all of these different doctor's outfits, but they were completely latexed. Yeah. So that wouldn't uh, work for I me. I have seen a nurse latex outfit, and it's mm-hmm. sexy. You might need something to sit on. Like, if, okay, so, like, at our local club, Crucible, they have a gyno chair. Back in the olden days when Studio 58 was open, the one uh-huh. and only time I went, there was a an actual, like, gyno table that I sat, that I lay down on, scooted, put my feet in the stirrups, and commenced with our scene. I may have actually done that, too. Just saying. I mean, well, I didn't do a scene on it, but I sure as fuck sat on it and had, like, a little... Yeah, well, you know. <sighs> moment. But you don't have to have any of that. You could literally just use a bed with a sheet. Right. Like a white sheet or something or a massage table. Hell, you could put pillows on the floor and put a sheet over that and it still would work. Cool thing about this, your only limits are your imagination. Oh, that's why we use our imagination so much when coming up with these scenarios. Mm-hmm. Oh, have you ever wanted to have like a mirror somewhere in the vicinity where you can look and see what's happening? No, I don't like to see myself in the middle of that. I've done the videos. Mm-hmm. And I don't want to watch them because it, I don't want to see what I look like in the that's, throes That's crossing of your line there. Yeah. See, for me, that would probably be a pretty good thing to do. Um, oh, and you have to have your implements all lined up and organized on a tray. And well, you have to show yeah. your bottom each and everything, like your stethoscope or your oxygen mask that you're going to put on them. You have to have it organized, of course. Or in Robert's case, scalpels. Hey. I have sutures, remember? Yes. So you have to have all that lined up, and then yeah. you, you point to each and every one. You say, okay, this is what I'm going to use on you. Mm-hmm. Hot. Especially the more organized it is, the hotter, right? For me, yeah. <laughs> Organization is a kink, people. Is there a fetish for that? Yeah, yeah. It's got to be a fetish I for things being organized. Because I got it. bet you there is. <laughs> um, is there a I think, what is it? Liz Lemon from 30 Rock has a fetish for, like, ty- organizing when sex is. Oh, no, that I She don't... actually scheduled it in that show. Did she? Well, you know. Yeah. Sometimes you have to, and there's nothing wrong about with that. No, but that's the part that turned her on. Oh, it's just the scheduling of it. Yeah. That's wild. Because she was like you, that hyper-organized personality. Everything is written on a post-it note and taped up where, yeah. Yeah. I always thought that was cool. All right, Rara, what kinds of things can you use in these scenarios? So many things. For yours. Um, One of the things that I've read a lot about, but I'll be honest, I personally have no desire to try them, but I Mm -hmm. enjoy reading about them, is enemas. There's a lot of people with that as a fantasy. Mm Mm-hmm. I can say I have given myself them for anal play. But that is nowhere, anywhere part of my fantasy. If it comes up in porn, I skip it. Because why? Because it involves fluid. Yeah. (laughs) Because I cannot stand 
watching, listening to anything that has to do with bodily fluids, Mm -hmm. vacating the body. Yeah. Not in a, not in a fantasy, sexy setting. Mm -hmm. Not for me. We can use, of course, you've got your bandages. Mm -hmm. I've got my needles and my staples. What about, okay, so I was, I did have this thing. I thought about this yesterday. If you are not into sutures like Rara, but you still want the look, you could do like Sharpie. Yeah. Like a super sharp Sharpie. Mm-hmm. That way you can still get kind of the sensation, but you don't get. So like that would work on me or eyeliner. Or they probably also have like those fake tattoo stuff as mm-hmm. part of, you know, cosplay and Halloween and all that. Yeah. So you can, again, with the imagination, you could go nuts with this kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. Oh, what about like a clipboard and a notepad and some really embarrassing prep questions, like very, very intimate questions? Oh, yes. We need to add that to your scene. Okay. You have to work really hard to come up with embarrassing questions, but okay. Well, not necessarily embarrassing, <laughs> but like super intimate questions. Oh, yeah. Okay. Oh, yeah, because I'm you would so have to uncomfortable answer. sharing the most intimate nature, my most intimate thoughts as I'm sitting here telling people about my fantasies and my masturbatory readings. I'm not really sure what would work on you. Like, when was your last bowel movement? I mean, isn't that a kind of question um, that they ask? Ten minutes ago? No. <laughs> <laughs> Hopefully, you use an enema if you're doing it before you're seen. <laughs> okay, so like we said before, flashlights, mm-hmm. so that you can look at things. Um, Ooh, do you know what you could use, Dara? Anal mm. thermometers. Yes. I was going to mm-hmm. say, how is that different from a regular one? Please don't use the same one. Well, okay. So I'm of the age long before the digital thermometers where you had the ones to like you stick under your tongue. And those could go anally. Do not stick the digital the mercury ones. Up. Yeah, the old-fashioned mercury ones can go in the anus. Yeah. Yeah, don't, don't put the... <laughs> don't, don't. And remember, once you've used it anally, make sure it stays in anal th- th- thermometer. <laughs> no ass to mouth, people. No ass to mouth, okay? And no ass to vag either, because that's how you get yeast infections and other, other things, kinds of infections. Yeah. Gloves. Don't forget the gloves. You can do a oh, lot, yes. you know, with the gloves. And the masks, you know, the regular COVID masks. Yeah. Um, you could do various things like, oh, there's syringes on Amazon that are like, they're shaped like syringes, but they're actually like lube shooters. <laughs> I know what you're talking about. Yes. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So much fun with that. Mm-hmm. You could, mm-hmm. 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 Straps. You could force. Getting. Sh- oh yeah, definitely. You have to strap your patient down. Well, yeah. Speculums. hmm Definitely need some speculums. Nipple clamps. If you're into it. Or those suction things. Those things that you put on that you... Yeah, yeah, the vacuum ones. Yep. Yep. For those who are into it, you can have sounding. You can have prostate massagers. You can have catheters. Please only do this if you're trained. Um, You can do numbing sprays. Oh, yeah. What I... Or sensitivity um, creams. Yeah, making things extra sensitive. Mm-hmm. Put that on your nipples or on your clit or on the head of your penis. Ooh. I think there's, what is it, slumber parties? Some of those sexy toy stores have those. Yeah. And then the numbing spray is like the for the gag reflex, right? Right. 
but you can use that anywhere. Yeah. Um, and hey, Rara, did you know? Yeah. Did you know right. that you can right. use electricity? Electricity? Oh, you for can. medical play? Yes. Who would want to do something like that? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know anyone that would like to use it. That is literally, that was my first electrical porn was actually, um, it was wired pussy and they, it was a person in a gyno chair having all these exams, but it, they were all electrical based. Okay. So I have shared with our listeners, my medical fantasy role play situation. Mm-hmm. What is yours? Oh God. Oh God. Yes. From, okay. So oh, shit, there's so many. All right, we'll pick just one or two. Uh, no, all of these, except for the whole scalpel part and the needles and the staples, but pretty much, yeah. Well, because I talk about the fact, like, for me, it's about the forced and the non-consent, dubious consent and all that. What is it for you since you said yours is different? It's the humiliation. So, like, if I were to have um, the teaching hospital scenario... Or the exam where another person is watching, like a nurse, or mm-hmm. um, the liter- even the being forced part. As long as it's not completely consensual, mm-hmm. and it's it's the exam itself. It's not necessarily the orgasm part. It is the actual exam itself. Um, being probed to different places with different things, measuring body temperature before you're turned on versus after how long Mm -hmm. it takes you to orgasm with this implement versus this implement, all of that. So it's not necessarily you do or do not want the orgasm as part of it. Doesn't matter. Okay. If, if it's part of the exam, if it's like, like I said, the measurement part of it, yes, but it's not my end goal. Mm-hmm. let's see being so like uh one of my very first scenes that i ever subbed for it wasn't necessarily medical but i feel like it could have been he strapped me down and he put cotton pads over my eyes before he put on the mask mm-hmm. and we did like a forced orgasm thing if and he made me wait a certain amount of time before i could so things like that like like um count to 10 before you can come make make it to past 30 seconds things like that Mm -hmm. that would work cool or temperature play sensation play any of those things Mm -hmm. now we've been talking about the fantasy role play aspect of medical play just a reminder some of the other stuff that i do like my staples and my sutures and needles that also falls under medical play mm-hmm. um we'll actually be doing at some point an episode about that type of medical play yeah to get more specific on that that takes a whole other episode yeah uh, th- this is and that one requires real skill and knowledge this the fantasy is, part not so much yeah this is fantasy fun you could know absolutely nothing about anything and still create an entire scenario you don't actually have to know anything about aliens to create an alien species that are pink with not no. decks. Okay. You just have to have an imagination like Rara clearly does. <laughs> you don't have fantasies about pink aliens with knots in their decks. I'm just saying. I, I personally don't, but I'm pretty sure other people do. In fact, I'm pretty sure people in the discord do. I know I'm not the only one because there are several authors who have written books. Exactly. 
with with knots and penises. So yeah. So I do want to go over some safety measures really quick. Oh man, we have to be safe. Well, yeah. All we right, don't want to. We don't want people to say, "Pancake Podcast told me to do this, and they didn't tell me to do any of these safety things, so it's their fault." Nah, it's usually my fault anyway. I just live with that knowledge. Clearly. Yeah. Okay. So, like I said before, don't put something that has been in the ass in any other spot until it has been cleaned, sanitized, and you know, safe. Yeah. Because I mean, this is all seriousness, guys. This is there's a lot of poop is dirty. And there's a lot of diseases that can be transferred because of poop. So you, you can't dick around with it. You have to be careful and safe. <laughs> dick around with it. Ah, I know I did that on purpose. <laughs> so you have to have your risk profile. If that's a risk you're willing to take, okay, sure, you do you. But that is risky <laughs> as shit and be, pre- ha, and be prepared. <laughs> you're funny. I didn't do that on purpose, <laughs> I swear to God. But be prepared to also seek actual medical attention. Yeah. You should definitely sterilize your equipment. Again, same reason. Anytime you break skin, you should have clean, sterilized equipment before and after. Even if you do not break skin, if it goes in an orifice. I think we've learned a little bit from the whole COVID thing. And the important thing to keep in mind, too, is you can only clean certain things a certain way. I mean, we don't have the sterilization protocols and equipment that hospitals and doctor's offices have. Mm -hmm. Um, So think really hard before you use equipment on more than one person. Are you fluid bonded with that person? Are you blood bonded with that person? Things like cum or spit. Yeah. You know, I mean, as, as I've learned, you stick your finger in one person and you don't clean it before you stick your finger in another person, you've now uh, fluid bonded them. And if that's not consensual, you have a problem. Yep. So use things like gloves, condoms when you can. You can still transmit STIs even if you're not using a penis or a vagina. Mm-hmm. You can still transmit. Yep. Isn't that like genital herpes? You can still do it even if it's not even if it's not bodily fluids. Is it skin contact? I, I'm, I am not a genital herpes expert, so I do not know, and I don't wish to give mm-hmm. incorrect information. Okay. It just, it, the, the point being, be careful. Okay. Yeah. Fluids transfer, so be careful. Keep a first aid kit handy, just in case he's. Yeah. And if you're going to do these type of medical procedures where you might be sticking fingers, body parts, mouth on other people, you probably want to sit down and have the conversation about STIs and other blood bound diseases before you. Start to stick your mouth on somebody else's private parts. I think I'm going to go have myself a nice little fantasy. Yeah. Yeah. I'm going to try to not have one now. Save it for tonight. I was going to say, are you going to go find a book? I I have a lot of them. Uh, Yeah. It seems like like the appropriate thing to do for the rest of the day. Yeah. It's definitely, look, I will, I will eventually make my fantasy come true because now there's enough people in my life that I trust. Because again, for me, one-on-one never works. It's not Mm -hmm. as much fun. I like group activities. I like audience members, even if they just watch and don't participate. I'm looking forward to being the head doctor. You are. Oh, can it be, can we do the teaching hospital thing? And I'm the, the lead doctor teaching all the other people. Works for me. I love it. I'm going to start planning. Sold. I'm going to start planning right now. Okay. 
Good. Because she wears an alien costume. We just have to paint bo- pink body paint. I just need them to be pink. No glitter. No. No, no. Because I don't want that in my orifices. That's not good. Mm-mm. That's not St. Nazari. All right. I'm going to go plan. Bye, guys. Bye. Thank you so much for hanging out with us today. If you have a question you would like answered or just have a story about the lifestyle you want to share, you can send us a voicemail and maybe it'll be shared in a future episode. Just go to pinkkinkpodcast.com to contact us. Follow us on social media. On Twitter, Instagram, and FetLife, we are Pink Kink Podcast. And on TikTok, we are The Pink Kink Podcast. Join our Facebook group, Pink Kink Podcast, and hang out with other pink kinksters. If you love what we do and are able to support us, we are on Patreon. Just look for us on patreon.com slash pinkkinkpodcast and check out our Pink Kink swag available on our website, pinkkinkpodcast.com. Even if you can't show your support financially, there are other ways you can help. You can spread the word about our kinky podcast and tell your friends about us. You can also rate and review Pink Kink Podcast on Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen. The five-star reviews really help us. And don't forget to subscribe to Pink Kink so you don't miss a minute of the fun. New episodes come out every Friday. So until next time, stay pretty, stay safe, and stay twisted.